One game away. One game away. Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. One game away from the NBA Finals. It will be his first Finals appearance. 3-1 lead now for the Phoenix Suns. Game four was as ugly as it can get. But the Suns were able to pull this game out, and I'm here to talk about it with y'all. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new. This is a place where we just talk about NBA basketball. So if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And like I mentioned, I know the old heads probably enjoy watching this game because this was as ugly, nasty, no offense. This was just a bona fide, like, early 2000s playoff game. <laughs> that, like, that's that's the best way to explain it, man. Low-scoring game all the way around. And that fourth quarter was just abysmal for both teams shooting the ball. It seemed like, you know, a three-point lead was a, was a big lead. That's how it felt like in this game. And the Clippers came back. They roared back once again. Just like how this Clipper team has been doing really all postseason long to come back, kids. And they just couldn't get, you know, the game tied or get the one-point lead or any lead at all. I think the Suns led the entire game. And it was just, you know, just it was a nasty game, man. It was just a nasty game. Um, the shooting numbers look abysmal all the way across the board. Even like Chris Paul, Devin Booker did not shoot the ball well. Paul George was like 5 for 20. Nobody really shot the ball well except for Zubac and DeAndre Ayton. Like, that's pretty much the way to explain it. They're really the only two players that shot the ball well. And speaking of DA, in a game where you got Paul George, you got CP3, you got D-Book, he was the most impactful player on the court. He was the most impactful player on the court. 22 rebounds on the game. I can't tell you how many times, especially in the second half when the Suns were reeling, that he got a big offensive rebound to save a possession that they ended up scoring on a second-chance opportunity. I mean, I believe it probably happened like four or five times just in the third quarter alone where he got a, a key offensive rebound to kind of, you know, stop the bleeding a little bit because the Clippers went on a big run. Reggie Jackson started hitting some shots. Paul George started hitting some shots. Moore started hitting some shots. Uh, Terrence Mann was making plays. And, you know, those were key offensive rebounds from DeAndre Ayton that had just helped preserve some possessions. And I got to give a big shout-out to him. He's been incredible in this postseason run. He's really, I think, earning his respect around the league because, I mean, we talked about his draft class all the time, you know, Luka, Trey Young. But I think the Suns, they picked what they felt was right for their team. And getting D.A. has been a big help. He's been great on both ends of the floor. And tonight in this game, I say he was the most impactful player on the court, at least from an eye test point of view. And D-Book ended up fouling out. He Devin Booker just has not looked like himself since game one. And you do got to give a lot of credit to Patrick Beverly because he's been the primary defender and he's been doing a very good job guarding D-Book, you know, just making it tough for Devin Booker to find any kind of rhythm. And it's it's critical that D-Book, you know, finds his rhythm again for the Suns team because the series is still not over. It's, even though they're up 3-1 going home, you know, nothing's guaranteed, especially against this Clipper team, that um, they're best when their back's against the wall. But they haven't seen this kind of – situation now they're down 3-1 and it's gonna be a tough uphill battle because you know the Suns players are gonna play a lot better at home Jay Crowder Mikhail Bridges they're not shooting the ball well uh campaign was not that impactful tonight um you know it's like I said man ugly game but a key I think this was a key game for the Suns that they that they found a way to win this game because it looked it felt like um it felt a lot like game number three where the Clippers started making a run and the Suns weren't hitting shots. They were not having good offensive possessions. And it just felt like, oh, here we go again. It's about to be the same situation as game number three. But, you know, Chris Paul was able to stop the bleeding sometimes. Like I mentioned, DeAndre Ayton was big time. 
getting a bunch of offensive rebounds, finishing on the inside. And somehow, some way, the Suns were able to win this game. Uh, yeah, it was a wild ending. I got to talk about the officiating. Very suspect for both sides. I, I want to say that. Very suspect for both sides. Um, late in the game, we talked about the replay reviews and all that. Well, there was a situation where the ball was knocked out of campaign's hand, and it looked a lot similar as to game number two when it was knocked out of D-Book's hands. It was initially called Suns ball. They reviewed it, went off of Book's hand at the last second, ended up being Clipper ball. Kind of pretty similar situation, but this one looked a lot more like it was off a of campaign. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And they didn't even review it. It was a, a weird situation. I thought most certainly they were going to review that play, but they ended up not. And that was a big swing because I believe it was a one-point game at the time. And that ended up being kind of, you know, a, a big swing in the game. So, I don't know. Officiating was just very off on both sides. Um, very off on both sides. And, I, you know, you can just – you can look at the officiating, but, like, you know – it was just one of those just ugly type of games, though, at the same time. And really just playoff basketball. They was letting them play a lot. I think Paul George did attempt, like, 13 free throws or something like that. But he did miss – he missed a couple down the stretch again. He also hit some big ones. But he did miss a couple down the stretch in the fourth quarter that, you know, could have proved to be a difference because this was, you know, pretty much a one-possession game the entire fourth quarter until, like, the very end. This was pretty much a one-possession game. And free throws ended up being critical. I got to say that much. Uh, you can, like, it's so tough. Like, I just, it would be nice to see Kawhi Leonard healthy in this series. I just think that would make this series a lot more, you know, compelling and, you know, much more of a, a toss-up type series. But now the Suns are heading home up 3-1. Just happy to see my guy Chris Paul one game away from the finals. And I don't want to jump the gun, but this this might be this might be it. This might be the, the year for... For him to make that finals run and potentially get a ring, um, anything can happen. Potentially, he can get a ring this season. So I'm just I'm happy for Chris Paul and hopefully their offense picks up because they haven't looked good offensively since game one, and that was the game when D Book had the 40 point triple double. Uh, you got to give a lot of credit to Ty Lue and this LA Clipper team for just adjusting on the defensive side. They've been great since game one on the defensive side. They've been like I mentioned, amazing guarding Devin Booker. They've even made it tough for Chris Paul in his first two games back. Uh, really trying to take away that mid-range shot, and they're making him take tough, contested mid-range shots. And Chris Paul's made a living off of that shot, but he's not hitting him in these last two games. He's not hitting those shots in these last two games. So you would like to see the Suns' backcourt get going. Um, I'm waiting for a Mikael Bridges game. I feel like we haven't got that all postseason long. I feel like we haven't got a Mikael Bridges game all postseason long. And Jay Crowder, besides the four-game series against the Nuggets, He's shot pre- pretty terrible this entire postseason. He shot terrible this playoffs. Um, compared to the bubble last year where he didn't miss a shot, it seemed like he shot terrible in this postseason, uh, aside from the four games against the Nuggets. So it's important for these Suns role players also to step it up too because, you know, you got to be able to – it's tough to close the series out. You got to be able to close the series out. You know the Clippers, they have that do-or-die mentality. You know, they've been playing that way this entire postseason. Because they go down 2-0 every series, and they just they seem to play better when their back's against the wall when, you know, they feel like they just have nothing to lose at this point. So you know the Clippers are not going to roll over. So it's important for the Suns to be able to close the series out. Guys got to play a lot better. I know Cam Johnson's coming off – I'm sorry, Cam Payne's coming off the ankle spring. You would like to see him play a little bit better. He was playing so good those first two games. And have really – he slowed down the last couple. 
But, of course, role players always play better at home. That's the unwritten rule in NBA playoff basketball. Role players always play better at home. Uh, as for the Clippers, man, um, it was just a case of they just could not hit shots. 32% from the field, 5 of 31 from three-point range. 5 of 31 from three-point range. 5 of 31. That's... That's abysmal. That's terrible. That's really that's bad. The Suns weren't much better four for twenty, but five for thirty one. For those of y'all that don't know, that is eighteen percent. I'm sorry, that's sixteen percent from downtown, man. I mean, just abysmal shooting overall. Really, nobody shot the ball well, like I mentioned, except for Zubach. Shout out to Zubach because he could have easily been broken after being unplayable in the Dallas series and borderline unplayable in the Utah series, even against Rudy Gobert. But he's he's been great in this series. He's been really good, especially these last two games. He's been great. He's been going at it with DeAndre Ayton. Got to give Zubac a lot of credit because, like I mentioned, he was pretty much unplayable those first two series, and he's really stepped it up. Um, Paul George, even though like he's not been shooting the ball well, he's been affecting the game in every other way defensively. Uh, he's been rebounding like crazy. He had 15, I think, last game. Had 16 boards tonight. Also been playmaking. But you would like to see him – He. For for this series to be extended, he's got to have a game like he did Game 5 in Utah. He has to have a type of game like that. And also, role players got to shoot better. I mean, for both teams, really, role players have to play better. like to see Terrence. I don't know why Terrence Mann didn't get the start tonight. He did play 33 minutes, but I feel like this team just flows a little better when Terrence Mann gets to start. Um, And I feel like that way he gets his rhythm a little more early in the game. And I think that would be um, something maybe Ty Lue will look to in Game 5. Um, Marcus Morris was not that good tonight. I know he's playing through an injury, but he wasn't really that effective tonight. Um, yeah, he's also another player that's really struggled in this postseason just shooting the ball, and he was one of the better three-point shooters in the league during the regular season. I think he was top three percentage-wise. So, you know, guys, Patrick Beverly is putting all his effort into the defensive side, not really affecting the game offensively. Uh, Rajon Rondo did not touch the court tonight. Nick Batum has not been playing as well. I mean, the Clipper role players, uh, Luke Kennard, do want to talk to you, Luke. I, w- I want you to come on to the pod so we can talk. But he didn't play that well tonight either. Um, did not shoot the ball well. One for four, zero for three from deep. Reggie Jackson, even though twenty points, did not shoot the ball well. Guys are gonna have to step up, and now they gotta go into the road, back to Phoenix, where you lost two games already, but you had a chance in both of those games. That's the bright side. And every game, as you know, they've been in every single game this series. The series is far from over, I believe, but. Clipper players, Paul George included, has to step up to try and extend this series. It's going to be intriguing to see if they'll be able to do it, or is Chris Paul, Devin Booker, D.A., and company going to make their first finals appearance in their pretty much first playoff run together. So, yeah, Chris Paul fans everywhere, D-Book fans everywhere, Suns fans everywhere should all be excited. But the job's not finished, so can't give up now. Phoenix Suns, one game away from the NBA Finals. I'm going to talk to you all next time, man.